the Morphin Grid, connected all together, all life, across the multiverse. Good and evil, yin and yang. The grid calls for heroes and villains alike to fill the roles. Welcome to Universe 19, my fellow grid travelers. Hello everybody and welcome to Tiger Tales, a place you'll find stories and fan fictions written and read to you by your host, me, Ty Tiger. Today we're diving back into Universe 19, the place where you'll find stories and fan fictions written by Cosplay Dude 637 His universe of Power Rangers and Kamen Riders and now Beetle Troopers, yeah I'll let Mark explain that one, is a place where I have given you guys Comrade Kiva, but this time around I give you something else. Power Rangers Masters of Music is a creation of my own design, and please note this is not the ad adaptation of the Music Sentai in, from Super Sentai. This is a whole thing entirely, completely different. So, that being said, let's dive in with something new. Power Rangers Masters of Music, Chapter 1, The Song of Eternity. Eli ran through the castle halls, the ruby scroll in his hand, sweat dripping off his black bald head. His golden hoop earrings swung around as he ran, he barged into the queen's quarters. Eli, what is the matter? Queen Indra asked. Sweetheart, I love you and all, but did you have to put the scroll so flipping far away? I almost broke my heels, Eli snapped there. And why do you have the scroll for? the queen asked him. The whispers are a day away. The army is preparing for war, but in case you will need to leave, well, you know, leave the music realm and all, you use this to get to Earth, Eli explained. Those whisperers are dangerous creatures. I don't understand why they want to absorb all the forms of music in this realm, but I will not leave, the queen sighed. Eli shrugged his shoulders and walked over to the table. He picked up a towel and wiped his brow. Then he made his queen a cup of tea. He brought it over to her. She pulled out a small box and opened it. It played a beautiful tune. It was a small music box. On the inside was a small figurine of a man playing a violin. This is the song of eternity. Whoever activates the power from this box gets unlimited power, the queen explained. And that the small things these hooligans are after? Are you serious? Eli asked, me in, asked in disgust. You have no idea how much power is in this little box, the queen smiled. Ah, oh, I guess I'll soon find out, a voice called out behind them. They both turned around to see a man in the window, holding a knife, his face completely covered. Your majesty, get your cute little beauty out of here, now, Eli said sternly. The queen grabbed the ruby scroll and the song of eternity and bolted for the door. The assassin threw several small shurikens at the queen. Eli picked up his serving tray and threw it across the room, the shuriken hitting the metal dish. The queen then ran out of the room. She bolted down the hallway. She dove into the throne room. She clung onto her crown and she dived in. As the door swung open, she saw another assassin sitting on her throne. Give us the song, queen, and we won't kill you, the assassin barked. I would rather die, the queen barked. Well, that can be arranged, the assassin growled. He bolted at the queen and jabbed his knife forward. She caught the blade of the knife between her palms and then ducked forward and threw her fist in the man's face, knocking him back. You're quick for a girl, the assassin barked. I'm not just a girl, I'm the queen, Indra scowled. Then the assassin pulled out a small crossbow and aimed it at the queen. Say goodbye, your majesty, the assassin barked. Then suddenly something smacked him across the head and he dropped to the floor unconscious. Eli stood behind him holding a frying pan. He tossed it away in disgust. Ill, that was embarrassing, Eli moaned. He walked up to the queen. Babes, that was an epic way, by the way, Eli smiled. 
Thanks, Eli. You weren't too bad yourself. She grinned. Then suddenly more assassins appeared. They hung from the ceiling. They filled the room. Suddenly they were completely surrounded, cornered with nowhere to go. We have to use the scroll, Eli said. Agreed. Hold the box, Indra told him and handed him the Song of Eternity. Eli took it and Indra pulled out the ruby scroll and a portal opened from inside. The assassins threw shurikens and dived up the two, but they ran into the portal and entered Earth. They landed in a forest. They both turned around to the ruby portal and suddenly an assassin jumped through the portal closing behind him. The assassin drew his sword and swung for the queen. She quit she kicked the blade away. Then the assassin jumped forward, spinning the sword towards the queen. In mid-spin, he threw several shurikens at Eli. He managed to dodge all but one. One caught the box and broke into the box itself, breaking the box into pieces. A golden treble cleft flew out of the broken box and flew into the sky. It shattered into several more smaller treble clefts, and all the smaller ones bolted away in different directions. Damn it, Eli panicked. No! The assassin growled. Then the queen swung her foot and kicked the assassin in the head, knocking him out. Then Indra ran over to Eli. He stood there, sad, holding the pieces of the box. I am so sorry, Eli sighed. Hey, do not blame yourself. It's okay. I am assuming it was a safety protocol that kicked in, Indra replied. Suddenly, a figure appeared before them. It was an astral projection of an old man with a gentle face. Hello, granddaughter, the old man said. Grandfather, oh my god, how are you here? Indra called out shot. I placed a piece of my soul in the box, so if it ever got destroyed, I'd be here to help, her grandfather explained. Several golden treble clefts went flying everywhere. What does that mean? Indra asked. The song of eternity is the strongest form of sound. It has the power to bring back the dead, make trees dance, turn water into ice. It has the power to do many things. It keeps the music realm in balance. It separates into pieces as a safety procedure if it was ever threatened. You must bring it back together. Collect the pieces. Now you have threats along the way, which you'll have to deal with. Lucky for you, it seems all the pieces are here on Universe 19, the universe that you stand in. Now we'll save the realm. The ruby scroll, the other one, will not be able to be used until you have secured the whole song. To keep the realm safe from outsiders, of course. You must put the song back together, her grandfather explained to them. I'm willing to do whatever it takes, grandfather, Indra told him. Wait, you said we have to deal with threats. How on earth are we going to do that? Eli asked him. Well, servant, I'm going to give you some help. Seeing we have some friends in high places. And as you know, all the realms have linked to higher powers. I will grant you these, her grandfather said. With a, few, a wave of his hand, several small guitar picks appeared floating in front of them, each one a different colour. Guitar picks? Are you kidding? Eli asked awkwardly. These are disguised devices which will allow you to connect to the morphing grid and become power rangers. Those whisperers will come full force. They have ways to enter Earth and use music as power, her grandfather told them. Indra walked up to the aqua-coloured one and grabbed it. A surge of energy flowed through her. Then Eli walked up to the pink one. Girl, I'm helping you and I look good in pink. Eli grinned, then grabbed the pink guitar pick and the surge of energy flowed through him. Who gets the other ones? Indra asked her grandfather, looking at the other guitar picks floating there. You are the ruler of the music realm. You choose, her grandfather told her. Then he walked forward and placed his ghostly hand on Indra. Follow your heart. Use your music. Be a good leader, just like you are a queen, her grandfather said. Then he turned to Eli. You are a strange servant, nevertheless, but I see Indra's love for you. Look after her. 
he told him. Then the astral projection disappeared, leaving them alone in the forest. Have you been teleported to the past? Or de-aged to look like a kid again? Or have you delivered a message to some strange woman who asks questions all the time? And are you stuck? Well called TARDIS Taxis, the taxi service that don't get you where you want to go, but where you need to go. To book TARDIS Taxis, simply call the number in last week's paper. Bookings are six months in advance. We cannot rearrange your booking, as it may rip a hole in the space-time continuum. Refunds are at the discretion of the Time Lords. Call TARDIS Taxis and we will get you home one day. Six months later, Indra and Eli walked downstairs from their apartment and into their music store. Indra flipped the sign from closed open. Eli hopped over the counter and adjusted his wig, and then he started applying his nail varnish. Babe, can you please stop doing that? You're making me dizzy. Eli asked, looking up to see Indra pacing back and forth from the shop. Sorry, it's been six months. We still have not found worthy candidates for the other morphers, and we can't morph till we have another at least two. And the whisperers are on earth, I'm sure of it, Indra moaned. It's okay, babe, I understand. Hey, write my outfit quick, Eli said. Then he stood up and Cat walked across the room. Mm, nine out of ten, Indra smiled. Good. I knew I was fierce anyway, Eli smiled. Suddenly, two people walked in. A girl with short black hair and electric yellow highlights, and a boy with sh shaggy brown hair walked in c carrying band equipment. Hey, sorry, we saw your ad for the live music gig. We thought we'd audition, the boy said. Oh, yes, of course. I'm Indra, and the guy walking candy sticker over there is Eli. Can I take your names, please? Indra replied as she pulled out a notepad and pen. I'm Dante, and this is Esme. We are the Morphing Momentum, the boy introduced themselves. It says here there is four of you? Indra questioned. They quit yesterday. Esme barked as she set up her drum kit on the small staging area. Dante nodded, then started setting up his stuff. Dante turned away, his hands sparking with black energy. It started happening a few months ago after he met himself from a different universe at one of his martial art tournaments. He tried to hide it from everyone in the room, but Indra walked up to him and held out her hand. I hope you guys do well, Indra said. Dante wiggled his hand, trying to shake off the numbing energy, then turned around and with a, the same hand he took Indra's and shook it. Suddenly a spark of energy exploded between them and Indra and Dante were blasted, both sent flying in opposite directions, hitting the walls, both landing on the floor. Esme ran to Dante and Eli ran to his queen. In the music realm, the Whisperers sat in the empty castle and ate the Queen's food. Their leader was the weakened and ever so tired Tacio. He sat there, his children with him. Do we have anyone on Earth yet? Tacio asked through his hushed, pained voice. Yes, father. We have sent one of our warriors to find the pieces of the song. His son, Silento, told him. Good. Tell them to start chaos. The song notes will vibrate more if they feel chaos. Easier to find, Tasio commanded his son. His son nodded in response. Please, Papa, stop talking. Save your breath, his daughter whispered and hushed. On Earth, a whisperer stood there in the middle of the town square, ready. His body was that of a humanoid lion, built and strong. His mane was made of guitar strings. He carried a banjo with a lightning bolt on one end. His, his name was Banjian. My name is Banjian, and I am here to find the Song of Eternity, 
Bring it to me! Banjin called out. Everyone around him started to panic and call out in fear as he struck his banjo and lightning blasted from it. William Cranston stood there watching Universe 19 on his monitor with a devilish grin on his face. <laughs> Finally. William chuckled. Then he got up and walked up to his row of chessboards. He walked over to the chessboard labelled Universe 19. It had eight ranger pieces. On the white side, on the black side, was pieces that symbolised Tasio and all his whispers. Love myself a good song. <laughs> William Cranston grinned. He then moved the pink, aqua, yellow and black ranger pieces forward one space. Then moved Banjun's piece one space closer to them. And there you have it, guys. Another story in Universe 19. Now, of course, this is Cosmic267's universe, so quick shout out to that. Go check out his other stuff, Sailor Moon E, Storytime of Cosmic267, and his YouTube channel called Nostalgia Time. Other places you'll find his awesome stories. Me and Cosmic Dude are actually a part of a company called the Three Ranger Bros, the third member being Mark the Cornish Ranger. He's the one writing Beatles Troopers on Universe 19, so you might want to go check out his podcast called Nurture Comics. We're in association with Zero to Hero. Welcome to the podcasting. Come back every Friday. Jim and Billy talk about all random stuff. It's a lot of fun. Go check it out. Obviously, check out our brother channel, Tiger Tales, The Lost Stories. That's where you'll find a whole different take on fan fictions and everything in the first person perspective. Don't forget to subscribe to the Tiger Tales channel. Thank you for watching. That being said, I shall see you guys next time. This podcast is a production of the Three Ranger Bros Studios. In association with Zio to Hero the Podcast. Hi, I'm David Jost, the original Mighty Morphin Blue Power Ranger, and you're listening to Power Rangers 19. Thank you all for listening. I hope you enjoyed that story. Just a reminder that all my fan fictions are just that, fan fictions, and do not mean to infringe on any copyright from the mainstream continuity that it's from. Now, I'd like to take the time to thank my supporters from the Zero to Hero Network. Jim and Billy, the Vulcan Skull of Podcasting, over on the main podcast, Zero to Hero. Mark, the Red Cornish Ranger, on Nerds Through Comics. My Parabatai and dare friend, Ty Tiger, of Tiger Tales on YouTube. Jacob, aka the Iron Avenger 52, on TikTok and YouTube. Clayton, with Neon Lights, on YouTube. Ben, the Baker Ranger. Sam, aka XX Rebel Ranger XX, TN underscore Ranger, and our good friend Tony. I would also like to thank a few friends of the Z2H network Casey from Mighty Morphin Conspiracy Theories, Justin, aka A Crown, Johnson of Western Strike, Rob, aka Lightning Collector 2021, James, better known as Beauty underscore Baba Yaga, Justin the Green Spartan Ranger, JP the creator of Power Rangers Digital Beast, and Michael and Nathan of The Power Trip. Everyone I just named it has been a huge supporter to me and my podcast, and if you can, go give them a follow. It would mean the world to me. Thanks a lot. Until next time, guys. Later days. And let the power protect you.